This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 21 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's topic is sponsored by Equestrian Collections, the whole universe of equestrian shopping at your fingertips at a price you can afford at equestriancollections.com. Enjoy today's tip. Glenn Geek back with you from Lexington, Kentucky, horse capital of the world. And welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. You know, my co-host Samantha Clark and I got to do something really fun last night. We uh, we headed out to the Kentucky Horse Park, and we recorded a show yesterday from the indoor arena. It was the test event for vaulting was being held, the Kentucky Cup vaulting event. And it was a good time. There were vaulters there from eight different countries. And we recorded our 2010 radio show from there. Got to do some fun interviews that uh, I think you'll enjoy. We interviewed one little 11-year-old from California, and she was just a sweetheart. We also interviewed Megan Benjamin, the reigning gold medalist from the last World Equestrian Games in individual vaulting. She was there and was kind enough to stop by with us for a few minutes. So you can check out that show uh, and get the atmosphere of what it was like there for the test event for vaulting, and you can find that at 2010radioshow.com. And that would be episode 49. I have to say that I do have one of the coolest jobs in the world, getting to talk to some neat horse people in different venues and different locations and in many different disciplines. So it's certainly a lot of fun. Well, today we have Heather back with us. She is Heather Blitz. She is the co-host of the Dressage Radio Show. And she is back with us with her weekly training tip. She does a tip every week on the Dressage Radio Show, and we snag it because we think that they're really good and that you will enjoy them. You know, she's also a popular, successful clinician with her Mind Your Riding Tour, which focuses on the effect of the rider's body and aids on the horse at all levels and teaches a clear and easy-to-understand system of training riders of all levels. She does explain things very concisely and clearly, and I think that's why I like to include her tips on here. Heather tour, uh, does tour Europe and the United States and currently is residing in Denmark. We'll get to Heather's tip right after I speak with you for a few seconds about one of the biggest supporters of the Horse Radio Network, and that's Equestrian Collections. Equestrian Collections brings a whole universe of equestrian shopping to your fingertips at a price you can afford. On any given day, they have over $100 million of products for you to choose from. And one of the things that's always frustrated me, and I've been a web designer for for product companies for a number of years is when you go to the site and you can't find anything it's very difficult to get around and you're not sure where the specials are that kind of thing well you won't have that problem at equestrian collections go check out equestriancollections.com if you haven't already they have tons of product but they make it easy to find they have numerous navigation methods you can look by brand by product you can uh, check out their e-catalogs you can look by discipline, which is really cool. You can uh, also check out, they have a large gift section of different gifts that you can buy. And I, I tell you what, you need anything in the horse world, I encourage you to stop by and check out Equestrian Collections first. Before you go back to that old standby you've been using for years, check out Equestrian Collections. I think you'll like their products. I know you'll love their website and their prices. So you can find all of that at equestriancollections.com. 
Well, this tip is taken off of episode 10 from the Dressage Radio Show at dressageradio.com. If you would like to hear the rest of the episode that goes with this tip, you can do so there. Now, there's no interaction between Heather and I because this is recorded and I've taken it off of the show. So sit back and enjoy and we'll talk to you after Heather's tip. It's also to do with, you know, training spooky horses or just horses that are different from uh, one environment to the next. And again, making sure that there's no pain causing the spookiness because, you know, horses can spook out of evasion or if work starts to get hard, they can they can react uh, sometimes with spookiness. Um, It's not an unusual problem. And as long as you're pretty sure, uh, very sure that it's not caused by anything health, anything health related, then you have to say, uh, is it happening on a regular basis or is it just once in a while? And I think if it's just once in a while, there, of course, could be quirky things and legitimate reasons for horses to spook. It is a natural reaction. It's how they save themselves in nature. Um, That as much as possible, if it's just a fluke thing and every now and then they spook, you just keep riding with as little reaction to it as possible. Um, And if it's happening on a more regular basis and it's quite a problem, it's really uh, stumping you, then uh, I I like to consider, you know, if the horse spooks, what is the rider's response? And some of the common things are, one of the most common things is that the rider responds with fear because if the horse spooks, of course, they might get off balance. The rider might get off balance and that causes a fear reaction in a lot of riders. Or the rider might think the horse um, then takes further advantage of the moment and then does something dangerous um, or just on a low level if the rider reacts with fear and isn't able to um, lower the fear pretty quickly of course the horse is going to pick up on the the fear response from the rider and you know a horse should be thinking that the rider is their fearless leader or you know the leader of the herd and whatever the leader of the herd does the rest of the herd does so if the rider reacts in fear the horse is going to learn to also react in fear and and i see this pretty often actually um that 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 tends to be the cause and then with those kind of situations you can often see another rider maybe with a, a less fear sort of innate innately less fear get on the same horse and all of a sudden the horse doesn't spook that is that is so, sort of often the case um, that the horse is really just reading off of the rider's reaction to also tense up and where riders tense up can be really subtle it can be the rider holds their breath they can gasp they can clench the hand, they can grip with the legs, they can just think, oh no, what's going to happen and lose the the mental authority that I know what will happen and we will go on. The horse reads those things and there's subtle things and the horses can really pick them up. So really getting to the bottom of if the rider reacts with fear is important. Um, and also then next thing is does the rider react in anger, uh, which normally follows fear. Um, and that can be very unfair to the horse. We shouldn't punish our horses for spooking. There's no sense in doing that. It only creates, you know, if the spook is like creating a ripple in the water, then reacting with anger only creates more ripples in the water, and then you have more evasions and more problems to deal with. So anger is just nowhere near um, appropriate, although a lot of riders have trouble um, avoiding it because it often follows fear. Um, uh, your horses spook by nature. They should be 
confidently dealt with and the rider should stay calm and then assert themselves in the way that they want the horse to react um, after that. Um, some spooking then causes riders to just avoid situations, and then in that sense, the horse has sort of been in control. If they spook in a certain corner, the rider just might not ever go down there again. And then the horse has essentially said, well, rider, we just work in the other end of the arena, and that can go on. The horse can get pretty clever and say, hmm, now I know that I can determine what we do if I spook here, if I spook there. And maybe they don't think about it in such human terms. But I think it, it does happen when the, when the rider can um, respond with avoidance. And then spooking can become growing into a bigger and bigger problem, um, which is also sort of the same as the rider compromising on rideability. You know, maybe if the horse has to take a bit more balance on a half halt in a certain situation and then the horse responds with something evasive that he realizes he's gotten away from the rider and then he spooks, then the rider says, oh, well, I'll never ask for that half halt again. So um, compromises and avoidances are, are tricky too. Of course, you don't want to just... Um, put on a, a brave hat that's not honestly brave in the rider and just get into something that you shouldn't. But, um, you know, progressing through or proceeding through something that is a, a spooky situation in a way that you stay very mental about it, you stay very calm about it, um, really try to process what exactly is happening, um, give the horse confidence in as many situations as you can, that if the horse wants to flee and run away, that you won't that you'll stay sitting on him, you'll stay um, calm and um, uh, confident that you know what you want him to do next. Uh, is if you have a plan, then more than likely he will learn to also trust that you have a plan and he will continue to let you be the, the leader that he needs you to be. Um, so, you know, it always sounds easier in words than it is to do, but it is um, something that should be in riders' heads when they're dealing with a spooky horse. Well, thanks again, Heather. You can hear Heather every week over at dressageradio.com. You can also find Heather's website at heatherblitz.info. Please stay tuned next week as we return with the Horse Radio Network's monthly giveaway. In a couple of days, we'll be announcing the new items that will be given away for the, for the month of August. All you have to do is stop by the website, fill out a little form, and you're entered to win. We've been doing it every month since the Horse Radio Network started. We took a hiatus here in July, but we'll be back again in August with some great new items, and we'll be talking to, to you about those next week. So in the next couple of episodes of Horse Tip Daily, we'll make the announcement of what's coming up, and you can go in and sign up for to win one of those great items. We've had many, many winners over the past year. Also wanted to say that the first anniversary of the Stable Scoop radio show, that's the flagship show, the first show on the network, is coming up in two weeks. We're having a special episode where we'll be reminiscing a little bit, uh, going back and hearing some audio from old shows and just having a general good time sitting around chatting. So Helena and I would be happy if you would stop over and check out episode 52 of the Stable Scoop show in a couple of weeks, and I'll make that announcement again also. Well, if you'd like to send me an email, you can drop it to Glenn with two N's at horseradionetwork.com. Uh, we want to hear from you about anything. you like the show? How do you listen? Do you listen on your iPod? Where do you listen? That's one thing I'd really like to know is where do you listen to the shows when you listen to them? Uh, are you on your way to work? Are you cleaning stalls? Uh, riding your horse? I'd just like to know. Or at work? Be honest. 
So also don't forget to stop by our website at horsetipdaily.com for the show notes with the links to all the experts. And don't forget, you can hear the Stable Scoop Show and all the other shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Well, I will be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone. (laughs) 